This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, Mark Costetler. Glad that you are here with us today. We're talking some unity in the Bible, a very important topic, unity at home, unity on teams, unity in church, uh, all the way through. And it says in Ephesians 4, one, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond mm-hmm. of peace. There you have it, right? Make every effort to keep unity. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Overall, we should strive at unity. Now, there are some situations, yeah, you go make the peace. Somebody, the other person wants nothing to do with it. There's nothing you can do about it. Obviously, not everyone's going to unite with you. Uh, I had somebody one time, it was a pretty interesting story, and they said that, uh, well, how come I can't be doing my ministry and stuff? You know, you're saying you're not united with me. This is a person that was, like, bucking leadership direction in a sinful mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Then they tell me, well, you're not unified with me, so therefore you shouldn't be up there. You shouldn't be preaching. Wow. Yeah. And I said, the difference, the difference is this. I'm the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's a big difference. I don't have to be unified with the thought of every single person, and especially when that person is not doing what the right thing is, and you've, you've taken Scripture, talked to them about it, and mm-hmm. then they're saying, well, you're not united with me. And guess what? And I don't have to be. I don't have to be united to every single thought mm. that's out there. That's interesting. But unity is a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a team needs leadership. You know, unity is unifying, rallying behind, hey, here's what we're about. Here's what we're trying to accomplish. Mm. We're going to do it together. And there's peace and harmony there. When you have people that will not come together, will not go the direction, it'd be like if you had somebody, hey, we're going to play to a click track. Well, no, I'm not. You know, we're going to have beat this time. No, I'm not. It would just, it would yeah, lack, it, you would lack harmony. Right. I mean, you, you would, would lack, as a team, you would lack harmony for sure and and the last part of that ephesians 4 scripture says god and father of all who is over all and through all and in all and so if you've eliminated him out of that equation right like you're saying this guy did right you're gonna have disunity period because he has to be our uniting force right like we're doing everything according to his will and and his glory right and and these people did quit i mean they did leave the team because they they weren't number one i mean you have to call out Sin is sin. I mean, you got to yes. nicely, kindly, patiently work with people. And in this case, there was a lot of time and a lot of patience, a lot of work mm. and a lot of effort. But the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, I don't control all these things. So you're, you can either come around and if we're asking you to do something, it would be like if you have um, people on the musical team and you say, well, you got to be here Tuesday night to practice with us. And they're like, no, I don't need to be. I'm so good. I don't need to. Be. Well, eventually they might not be playing anymore and yeah. then they might whine about it. Yeah. And say, well, how come? Well, because you're not. Because it doesn't matter how well you play that instrument. Right. What matters is, is that we're, number one, we are on the same mission of honoring God, right. not you. Number right. two, right. number two, we're on a mission of building chemistry as a team. That's one of the reasons we rehearse. Right. I mean, when we're, if you really think about it, we don't need to rehearse that long every right. week for crying out loud. We could probably come in Saturday, Sunday morning and we'd be perfectly fine. 
the bigger reason for rehearsal is to build chemistry as a team, to pray right. together, to get beyond this, just the playing right. music, you know? Right. And so if you're not catching that vision, we're going to have a hard time. Right. And that know? has not happened. No, no. We're, we're being no. hypothetical. Right. We do not have these kind of, I try no, to but like the, tell stories. The, the, right. the idea is, is there's, there's, there's a bigger, broader picture that maybe if you're, if you're not seeking unity you and you're only looking for what, affects you you're not you're not willing to see the bigger broader picture behind what a decision is being made or whatever i mean you're you're super focused on just you and how to affect your your brain like you're just hitting you know hammering this point it's not about you exactly it's not about you and that's one thing i and uh uh, who was it uh rick warren brought it out so purpose driven life you know, one of the main points of that book is it's not about you. And and that's one thing that you've got to learn when it that's comes right. to service, unity, and other people and being unselfish. Not about you. It's about a team. It's about this is how we play. This is how it goes. Now, sometimes people in any given team have to set some direction, and then you mm-hmm. want people to come behind it. Mm-hmm. So if it's Jay Shadel working at VBS or it's Josh and uh, Bill working on Adventure Club or Sheila working in nursery, uh, or it's Angela working in the Vine, you know, whatever direction, you know, they're setting, obviously their team has to get behind that direction because yeah. unity doesn't happen when everyone's just going their own own way. But I like it where it says here, and again, the, the whole point of this one body, one spirit is all about unity here. It takes this, be completely humble in general. Oh, and that's, goodness. that's right where you got to start. I mean, when you're talking about relating well to people, it does take a lot of humility and you've got to be humble enough to hear a different opinion. You've got to be humble enough to realize you're not perfect, uh, that you make mistakes. I always realize uh, from day one, Hey, Bill, the Bible's infallible. You're not. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're, you can make mistakes and you need to listen to other people. That's mm-hmm. why God gives us other mm-hmm. people. We work and that's why we work as a team is because we need that input from other people. And the more yeah. input and ideas and things that we come, I mean, that's how we learn and grow, you know, as we work together as a team and it takes that kind of humility, not to have to be the main person. Yep. Right. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. And if you keep reading there, be, je- uh, be patient and here's the key, bearing with each other, you know, in love. And, right. and, and like, I love how you just put that. Even as a leader, we have to recognize, especially as a leader, I should say, we have to recognize our decision could be wrong. Right. And you got to be humble enough to take the input of others. Right. And maybe adjust what you're doing here. Right. Because your decision could be wrong. Right. All right. And you're, the way you're approaching it could be wrong. So, and... And also team members, okay? So you got to bear with some of the failures of the team members. Right. If they're not fulfilling your vision for that, for that, you got to be patient and right. bear with them and, right. and be able to accommodate right. them as well. Well, there, there's sometimes a leader where, you know, you're making a call and you got to stand your ground and you got to know what battles mm-hmm. hills to die on. Some hills mm-hmm. you're going to die on, some hills you're not going to die on. And mm-hmm. you got to know, you know, what's important for the whole structure. Yeah. But here's the thing. Some things like, let's say, Trunk or Tree last year, that was under my leadership, Aaron was hugely helpful. So were a ton of other people. I want food out front. They're telling me we can't do it. I'm like, I don't understand why we can't do it. And ended up being in the back. Like I didn't get my way on that one, but they, like they said, Bill, this, you're talking about a bunch of crock pots. We don't have mm-hmm. enough plugs over here. We don't, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, I got to listen to that. And I did listen to that. Yeah. And guess uh, what? Other, <laughs> other, other ones are like, no, 
we got to park these people here. We got to do it this, this, because we want all kids. Like, we're making some changes. And everyone got on board with it. And that was mm-hmm. the good thing. If they didn't, I wasn't going to be changing my opinion. But everyone got on the board with it. The interesting thing, like, in my experience as a pastor, some things I'm leading on, some things I'm not. And now, when I'm not leading that area and I've given leadership to someone else, then I'm just fitting in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just helping out whatever mm-hmm. my role would be. Yep. They're leading it. That's right. I'm just helping. That's so right. I'm just there to serve. And you have to have that kind of humility to be, hey, some things I'm leading, some things I'm, you know, I'm and leading to serving anyway, but mm-hmm. uh, some things I've got a backseat. You know, you're not yeah. the, always the upfront guy. You're not yeah. always the one in lead of every single thing that happens. You don't have to be. <laughs> and, you don't need to be in every yeah. picture. You don't have to be. You just do, you do your part. They'll do your, that's what teamwork is. Yes. Right. And, and to have the patience not to jump in when you think, oh no, they're, they're not doing it the way I would have thought they right. should have done it or whatever. And don't jump in right away. Right. Give them the chance to lead it. Right. You know, you don't have to do that. You know, so I, I, I love this topic. I think it's something, it was very near and dear to Jesus's heart too. You read right. through John 17. I mean, you could see Jesus wants his children operating in unity. Right. Like it's so important to him. Right. Because through unity, we're going to glorify God the right. most. You know, we don't, we don't want to be fighting against each right. other. That's not what a team does. Right. You don't want a wide receiver fighting against the quarterback. Like, like if a quarterback's oh, no. telling you to go this way, go this way. When you see it on the sidelines, they're getting mad and whipping help, it's never a good day. No you know? way. So. No, because disunity, the, the, the scripture says a house divided against itself will fall. Right. You, you're not going to survive that. Agreed. You know, you have to be together right. uh, on that. And sometimes togetherness means abandoning your own purposes, your own desires, and saying, you know what, for the good of the whole vision, I'm just going to come alongside this and do this, you know, right. even though it might not be exactly the way I want it to be, you know. Oh, absolutely. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't, you've got to let other, the, the way, the reason this church has grown a mm-hmm. lot, and especially, and you, you look at the people involved in ministry, how many volunteers, is you allow people the chance to excel. You allow them yes. the chance to make decisions, and you have to. I mean, that that's yep. how they're going to grow. They're not going to grow if you do all their thinking for them. You know, they've got to, mm-hmm. you help them, but, and sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, not the way I would do it, but hey, you know, that's cool. It's <laughs> right. still done, and no one cares. Yep. Bottom line, and no one cared. Yep. It's like, that. that's how we did it, and that's fine, and, and, and you could have done it 10 other ways, and, and it would have mm-hmm. all been fine, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's cool. It doesn't have to be, and that's the beauty of it, because yep. what I found, if every decision has to come through me, or you, or even all the pastors, yeah. you're going to bottleneck oh, it. Oh, man. Something fierce, because we don't even have time to make all those decisions. <laughs> no. So so you would be waiting, no. waiting, 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 waiting to get to move forward on anything, mm-hmm. where, no, we, we want to turn you loose and, and let you minister. And so you see so much health in the church as yep. you just allow people to minister, allow people to serve. And you're always playing as a team. You're just yeah. part of a team because what you yeah. want, is not about personal wins. It's about team wins. That's and as right. long as the team is winning and the illustration that I have for this, I was thinking about earlier, I'm pretty sure it was Peyton Manning when he finally won a Super Bowl, did not really do a lot in that game. Now he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever mm-hmm. play the game. And that Super Bowl game, not really, it was a handoff running Touchdown scored by running. He wasn't going to be a huge hero in that in that game, just the way it played out and what the game plan was. You got to be okay with that because everyone still remembers Peyton Manning. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks Absolutely. ever. And whether that Super Bowl was one on his arm or was one on mm-hmm. the, the legs of a mm-hmm. great running back, it, it didn't matter. What mattered is team wins. Yeah. At I, the I end I of found, the day. I found that 
what helps me stay focused on unity most is when I can celebrate others and their victories. Yeah, right. And you, you do a great job with that. You got to be able yeah. to celebrate somebody else's victory and go, man, I love right. that they, that they got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not about me. Again, right. we come back to that main thing. The, the, the concept of unity is a state of oneness and what togetherness. Right. That's what the concept right. of unity is, is you're, you're together in this. You're not singled out. You're not, right. you know, this is a team effort. You know, on Sunday mornings, we are so blessed with a great team. Right. I wouldn't, I mean, I need those guys around me. I love Absolutely. having art behind me like that, right. uh, running. Art does so much to keep us together. Like right. you said, he's got that click track. He Art gives the congregation that left hand so we know, so when they know exactly when to clap. Yeah, right. he, he could do a lot more on that drum. Right. Art is incredibly gifted on that drum. Right. He could do so much more. He reserves himself for the sake of the congregation and he simplifies that drum beat to where he can and everybody right. knows exactly what oh, to I do. I watch his left hand all the time. Absolutely. Because that's how I know when I'm supposed to be clapping. And even then, he's still, they're still, it's still hilarious. So certain <laughs> mornings are pretty funny watching people But the reason, but, he, he's he got yeah. a unity mindset. Yeah, absolutely. He wants everything to be together. Right. But here's you know? one thing, though, you know, the kind of going with some of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Here's when I don't, I'm not always for the success of someone else when they're prideful. Oh man, you're right. I have a hard time then. Like my wife can cheer me on in my success for me doing well if I'm not prideful about it. That's right. But if I'm sitting there all prideful, do you think she's going to be celebrating mm -hmm. me? No. And if she was all prideful and having to have her own way and yeah. she's all successful, but she walked all over me to get to that Oof. success, Oof. guess what? She, I'm not going to be celebrating that. She's not going to be celebrating that. It's yep. just, again, you can, you can celebrate people. This humility is so important. When you see their right. humility and you know they're just serving, man. They're just serving. Right. They just love the Lord. They're not doing it mm. for them. They're just doing it for others. You can celebrate it all day long. But when you catch that sniff of yeah, pride right. and it's about me, it's harder just to be honest. I'm telling you, you are nailing it. You know, because the scripture right. says, let the praises come from other people's lips. And and own. the other thing is, if if you have this unhealthy desire to be affirmed all the time and yes. you're constantly saying hey didn't i do that good yeah. hey didn't i do that well did you see me do that over right. there did you see me do that it's like oh my goodness well <laughs> I've, uh, you know i've learned a great one on this one if i am good at something mm -hmm. and some things you're good at some things i'm good at and everyone listening there's certain things that you are good at yeah if you're truly good at it you don't have to say it that's right because they already know they already know but i'm telling you if you're not <laughs> And you go tell someone how good you are, and you're not. Oh, oh my man. goodness, man! They are not no. changing their opinions. Exactly you know? so right. So you might as well just shut up and let somebody else uh, praise you. When it comes right down to it, it really doesn't matter, right? Because well, it's not about me. But here's it's not about us. But it's, here's another thing: it's not about us. But it, I like the bearing with, with one another in love part because you have to yep. bear with one another. And here's what that word literally means: put up with each other. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of different personalities yeah. to accomplish things. And you've got to realize, hey, if everyone thought like me, this would be a boring world. It would. It really would be. Like, I don't want the whole world thinking like me. It wouldn't, wouldn't be as probably as safe a place if everyone thought like me. So 
and not everyone's going to think like you and, no. and not my wife. I had to learn it with my wife. She's not always going to think the way that I think. And sometimes because people are so different from you, you just have to, and they're, but they're doing a good job. It's just different. You know, they just, they're not your per se cup of tea. Let's say maybe they're too strong or they're too soft or they're too sweet or they're too sour, whatever it is. You got to still bear with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, some, some things along the line, you just got to put up with it and you just got to say, that annoys me some because hey, I'm annoying. You know, like I've annoyed people. You don't think I've annoyed my friends? I've no, I have annoyed my friends at times. You know, I'm always joking around and all this stuff. But they put up with you in love. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's how we get along. And that's how we go. It's like, yeah, we're not yeah. we're not perfect. You know, we we realize that we all have flaws and we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. But when you love each other anyway, that's right. That really helps with it. Love each other, and there's a really powerful word in in helping build the sense of togetherness and unity appreciate people's perspective. Everyone, everyone comes to a meeting, to a decision or whatever. They have carrying around their own unique perspective right. that they're bringing. I'm tunnel visioned on my own perspective, right? right? I need to broaden that vision out. I need to broaden that tunnel out. If I'm going to, you know, successfully execute something, right. I need somebody else's perspective to help. Yeah, I well, mean, there there are times where you know when things aren't mine and it has nothing to do with me. I just try to remind myself it's not yours. It's got nothing to do with you. And mind your own dang business. You know what I'm saying? Because point. if that's the way they want to do it, they're not asking you to do it. They're doing it. It's their mm -hmm. ministry. It's their thing. They have the right to do it the way they Absolutely. want without a bunch of you know peanut gallery comments from me. <laughs> so I think that's part of leadership too. It's Absolutely. knowing when to speak and when to shut up and yeah. how to keep unity and that. Part of keeping unity is knowing when to talk and when not to talk and what you should say, what mm -hmm. you shouldn't say. And you learn that over time as you pray for wisdom. But Uni I love it. Unity doesn't, I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah, to interrupt no, no, you, but unity doesn't mean agreement with right. each other all the time. Correct. Right. I don't have to agree with every decision you make. No. It's my, it's my uh, disposition to humble myself and say, you know what? I recognize my role here. Right. I'm here to support. I'm right. not here to, you know. It's not uniformity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's it's really just this sense of togetherness. It's the sense of, I'm going to humble myself under this position and I'm just going to go with it. But everyone you has know? that. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's got opportunities. Even when you're the top, you know what I'm saying? You're yes. the main leader. There's still going to be times when you're, I remember mm -hmm. years ago and the trustees put in these doors in the church. I didn't like them because I, I didn't think that they were the right fit for the building. I didn't think that they would match an original door. Mm-hmm. They wanted them. I, I I just supported them. Like not, I wouldn't put those doors in, but that's that's what you guys want to put in. That's what you're gonna put in. I'll tell you what. The rest of my years preaching there, the light would always come in those back because I didn't want any windows <laughs> in those back doors. The light would always come in and dance, and everybody would be watching it every Sunday morning, dance across the front. And that wasn't the only reason I didn't right. want it there. Mm -hmm. I I just didn't think it was the right look. But I kept my mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I said nothing about it. I, I mean, I am now uh, 25 years later or whatever. I'm using it as an illustration of just, hey, there were times for me. I don't I don't get my way on everything. And some things I'm like, hey, you know what? Not your call. Uh, there are other things that have happened here at the church. And I realize, hey, and it's not morality stuff. It's just, no. it's, it's who do you hired or whatever it is. And I'd be like, do you want to make that decision, Bill? No, you do not then you will shut up and you will let the people that have been assigned to make those decisions. Because if you interfere with their decisions, they're going to say you do it yourself. And mm -hmm. that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I got to realize, yeah. Hey, that I try to warn them and tell them that this person's going to react this way. This person's mm -hmm. going to react, I'll try to, mm -hmm. which they did, but you try to put it out there. 
everyone's they hear it they they know yeah. and that's their decision and if that's what they're saying mm-hmm. then i come behind and support them so i think you're in that role you mm-hmm. know it could be with me i'm in that role when it comes to other decisions at yeah. times where i'm like hey you know not not my call but that's okay because it's not hurting anything there's mm-hmm. not wrong or right yeah you know we had a fight to get uh to get the Windstream, the fiber optics. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, we're not going to pay that much right. a month. We're not going to pay that much and a month. It, oh. And oh, my goodness. So glad that we did. Oh it was my. a nightmare. <laughs> you couldn't live stream. You couldn't do anything. So we're like, yeah, we're going to pay more a month to have fiber optics. And they ran it directly into the building. Yeah, you're going to have, you're going to pay more. And it was a lot of work. However, we wouldn't be able to function. Like through COVID, three that months, was such an Three months move. before we had to shut down. Yeah. And we had to live stream our services. Right. We had to, or we, you know, people at church for, for what, three weeks or something, right. we're not going to be able to have a church service three months or two months before that we're getting fiber optic put but in. But some here. people I mean, had to support us. They weren't incredible. supportive. Some people yeah. had to come around and say, Hey, I don't, I don't get it. I wouldn't do it. And that's other of our buddies on staff and stuff like that. And mm. then later coming back, man, was that a good call? Yeah, I'm super glad we did that because yep. now I see it. We really needed it through this mm-hmm. time and it was God's leading and stuff. But that's, to me, it's just all the time. It's all the time being sensitive to people all yes. the time, hearing yes. what other people have to say, knowing what hills. My mom said you can't fight every battle, knowing what hills you're going to die on. I think it's just, just mm-hmm. all part of humility, all part of patience, all part of bearing with one another in love, all part of keeping the peace. And I yes. think that one of our responsibilities is you want to be peaceful. Now, one thing I will say to the blessing of this church or to the benefit of it, primarily, I would say in my 30, I don't even know. I forgot how long I've been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 33 <laughs> years. So in, in 33 years of being here, the boards have been like the, the leadership of the church has been extremely unified. Yeah. Amazingly that's, unified. That's wonderful. It is. I mm-hmm. mean, and, and not only that, the, the entire church and once in a while, yeah, somebody have a rift here, rift there or something. They didn't mm-hmm. like something. That's probably inevitable, you know, because whenever you're leading, somebody's not going to like it. So mm-hmm. you get that. But I'll tell you, the unity here has been it's, phenomenal. And a lot of it is based right in here in these scriptures. Why are we unified? Yep. Because we're not we're not authoritarian because we're not rolling over people because we're we try to listen. We try to be humble. Yeah. We try to do what's best. Mm-hmm. We're not here for us. Like we're not running ministry that's best for us. We're running a ministry that's better yeah. for others. It doesn't yep. matter about us. What about them, right? So, yep. Agreed, Bill. Great points, man. Yeah. So yep. anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. You guys have a blessed week.